On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Okay, so we do have some cool stories, but I am going to throw a teaser out to the fact of... Oh. I've got this really cool little story that was super uplifting that I'm going to share in the third segment this week that, oh. that I think is pretty um, really? needed in these days. So we got the whole crew in, Zach, Matt, Jenny, and myself, Heath Oaks. Everybody's in for the second shot crew today. It's a, cl- it's a throwback classic back to the good old days episode. We have a few people who have yeah. been binge listening, and they're like, wait, where is everybody? Yeah. We are done enough back. Of these. We've done enough of these, though. Do, do we need to still call it throwback? I, I no, guess so. I it's guess not so. throwback. It's just it's OG. It's it, it is OG. It is the original formula. That's right. I'm coming in here majorly stressed out over the application process to schools in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which has me, this may be my last year as a resident of Texas. I'm going to take my child somewhere where we can just go to a regular old school and just live our lives. Are you coming, Heath? I would just send my kid to the regular old school down the road and and not worry about it. And not worry about it. They'll learn well, something. Why, why you guys sweater, have heard right? Heath's command of the English <laughs> language. <laughs> so I'm going to be in. This process, you guys, is ridiculous. I wouldn't know. I, where do you even get started on that? It's a good question. Yeah. Exactly. Well, people who are from here and live here and have gone to some of these schools that you apply for, they apparently know the process. And I've been in the dark. And I'm just now realizing that I'm, like, way behind didn't do all the things, didn't do any of the things. Any parent who's ever felt like they've never done the things, maybe you can relate. Um, I don't know. I'm in the same boat with you. I never thought that age three and a half, I would feel like my child was behind. But here we are, behind. Right. You arrive at the parent meeting, everybody's like, what do you mean you haven't done this thing? I've been doing this for three years. What are you talking about? That's exactly what it is. Right. So with this application, um, Brighton, so she's three years, seven months, and she needs to be able to write her full name. I mean... Most adults can't write Brighton. <laughs> oh man! So anyway. So what? So how? I mean, is there? Is she close? Is she close to being able to do this? She can do like Bri. Okay. Should we rename her to Bree? Just say that's her nickname, right? Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's. So just from here on out, her name is Bree. <laughs> just noted. Like Bree Larson. Yeah. Because yeah. her middle name is just Valentina's. Just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> She can get that down. <laughs> Would say Oaks, but she'll always leave out the E. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So but, anyway, hopefully we can de-stress by going through some of these headlines and finding some inspiration. Then we got some money-making headlines coming up. We what, do. Uh, you know, normally we figure it out before the show starts, which one we're going to talk about. But I'll jump into that one first. Yes, first story this week. Here are the winning numbers for the Powerball jackpot. Worth $550 million in Texas, for those of you who aren't on the up and up. It's been a very exciting lottery, and the numbers 
I'm gonna read them live on the air. You ready? All right, for anybody who doesn't know, I think the story came out. No, no, no. The numbers oh, haven't been picked. It, well, oh. It's still active. Well, then. When yeah, this well. episode comes out, yeah. you will still have time to get a ticket if you hear oh, the yeah. episode as soon as it drops. Right. This is for Wednesday night's drawing. I see. The drawing for the $750 million jackpot takes place at 11 p.m. on Friday. So when the day this episode comes out, yeah, that evening, $750 million is coming out, gone down the pipe for some lucky winner. What do you guys think about... Uh, like the biggest Powerball ever. That's got to be like huge. Is it right? the biggest Powerball so, ever? It's not the biggest. It's not, yeah. but it's the biggest in a couple of years. It's sort yeah, of ramping up where it's memory. making news again. It's well, like I think uh, one you know, hit over a billion a few years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's still a lot, and it's always funny to me that people don't get excited about like you know uh, 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 like a million dollars or ten million dollars yeah. something. But oh, now that it's this much, now now it would be okay. Yeah, we couldn't have used that five million. But, right um, now, I'm really going to start playing. So the statistics show with this Powerball or with the with these um, you know the the chances of winning, you are more likely to be hit by a meteorite than you are to win this jackpot. You are also more likely to win a Grammy Award than you are to win this jackpot. And when I was thinking about this and thinking about Second Shot and what we do on this show, I was thinking, man, you know, we all go out and try for this even though the odds are so stacked against us, right? We all go out and we still try, like put put our, you know, Foot in the ring, or what, what, what's the phrase? Not foot in the ring, hat, hat in the hat ring. Our hard-earned dollars. Don't put your foot in the ring, Jenny. Yeah, <laughs> you put that. your hat in the ring for for this. Where we're even though you know you are more likely to win a Grammy award than you are to win this, but we still do it. And it's funny because we bet on that, but then we don't bet on our actual dreams, right? We don't bet on our because there's probably a lot of people who want to win a Grammy or want, want to be an actor or an actress, and they never really go for it for for lack of confidence. Yeah. Um, I know this because I'm the person naturally inclined to step back or to say, you know what, I'm not applying for your silly school because I don't think I'm going to get in anyway. That's right. And when I say I, I mean my child. Um, <laughs> but but I was thinking about that as a second shot. Like, why do we go for this and confidently go forward and say, I'm going to win the Powerball instead of confidently going forward with, like, an actual life goal? It's right. I think I think it's the low barrier to entry, right? Like, you don't, you don't, have, you don't have to shower That's to play true. the Powerball. That's true. <laughs> you don't, Good point. You don't have That's to go true. past, like, your local gas station to play the Powerball. But, like, to succeed, to win a Grammy, you got to work. You got to get up and, and, and do, right? You got to hustle and grind. And, like, that stuff's hard. But playing the Powerball is easy. The difference is when you're working towards something, you, you, you narrow down your chances of success because you're driving towards it, right? You're, you're always constantly moving that needle. When you're playing the Powerball, it's just like one in a trillion or whatever. Like the odds are never going to get any better for you. It's, it costs the same. It's still a dollar or two dollars or whatever it is to play, and, and, and the needle doesn't move. Well, what I, I think Good about point. especially even with the, uh, the next headline too is, is – is and it's been on me more lately is the psychology that that I think that if people if 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 everybody on here starts getting better at becoming more self aware and and thinking um, internally more when you have thoughts feelings or things and, and get more in tune with why you're thinking certain ways is that right is that wrong because it's crazy like she said you know that the higher this Powerball gets the more difficult it gets to win yeah when it's like the, the chances are 10 times better. If I told you on anything else, if I said, look, um, stand here and you can win. Um, you have a 
um, 10% chance of winning uh, $5. Or take five steps over here, and now you only have a 1% chance. What are you going to do? You're going to stay there for the 10%, right? Mm -hmm. You have a 10 times better chance to win the $10 million lottery than you do the $750 million, but you're going to go run out and go do this, right? Because right. it got to this certain point. However, the odds are much better still at $10 million. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you all go out and, and do that when you wouldn't do it at this point. So sometimes we, we all get in those spots in life when we, we get in that gambler's mode where we've lost, you know, 10 grand on something and we think we're pretty sure it's a losing bet, but we're going to go another 10 grand in and, and, and we're going to just keep losing more where we may look up and then when we end up losing 40 grand that really puts us in bonds that we can never get out of. Yeah. When we, when we could have cut our losses at 10 grand and walked away, um, vice versa, to where you're getting yeah. in these spots, going down a rabbit hole at work of argument with somebody, and and you keep going down it, knowing you can't win till you dig it to a point that you say things that can't be unsaid. Yeah, and y'all get in a spot where it can't be undone. If we become more self-aware and we have a little bit more of a self-thought and some some retrospect to where we really sit and, and, and understand our feelings, become more self-aware. Not like saying, oh, I'm a self-aware. You're not a self-aware person if you haven't stopped yourself midstream during an anger moment or any of those things at all and thought, okay, why? Ask yourself questions. Am I really that upset about this? Yeah. Is this really something? You have to, you have to be okay with questioning yourself. Self-aware is when you have really, really tough conversations with yourself that pisses yourself off that, <laughs> yeah. that you think. And, and, right. you, and, you're, and you go from being pissed at. Yeah. The, the left, and you get pissed at the right, all within a two-hour span, you're going, am I going insane? Mm -hmm. That means you're truly having self-reflection. And if you don't have that on a regular basis, then you are absolutely hurting yourself to getting better, to learning, and to understanding. Stop when you when the odds are better. Why not play it when the odds are better than play it to here? You get to the, you got to understand we can't, our minds get in that psychology aspect that make us do that. Stop yourself. Yep. Don't go to you to, to don't get so deep that that you that then when coming out of that is there's there's nothing like it, it's there's like, no turning back. Yeah, right. it's like getting stopped and, and 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 you have weed in your car or something, and then those people that that they run drive away, and you know versus <laughs> yeah. where they had like a, a little county jail visit to right, go into yeah, a, a three year yeah. prison, right? Sure. Stop when you're ahead, guys. Yep. And, the, and the only way you're gonna stop when you're ahead is when you start truly having tough conversations internally that can conflict you to make you toss and learn and grow. I feel like my my take on this might be even a little bit of a combination of the two of Zach and and Heath's um, in that I feel like so often we wait until the outcome is what – we wait to try until the outcome is what we want, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas there is a continuum of, of success – and we could try things along the way and eventually maybe we never get to the outcome that we want. But I, I um, you know, when I first started, when I first graduated college and I came back here um, to Dallas, I was looking for a radio gig. But I was looking for, like, things that people work years for, you know, like morning show producer gigs. Instead of like just that. getting started somewhere. Instead <laughs> of just getting started. And I, was, and I was getting interviews and I was striking out left and right. But, but I was like, I'm getting all these interviews. And I finally met with a guy who was like – you got to just take whatever. Do it. And I did. And I took a job passing out T-shirts. And within a year, I was doing jobs that I had wanted mm -hmm. to do. Um, but for me, I was waiting until that Powerball was high enough. I was waiting until that outcome was where I wanted it to be before I even tried. And so I think, I think a lot of people do that. And they just wait to 
they they don't want to necessarily fail unless they think the outcome is going to be worth it when you can work your way up to that and it's not all one shot oh i could have an entirely different rant on what you just talked about about people not wanting to just take <laughs> and get in on something yeah, i can yeah. go off on a whole nother we'll save it for the second segment of yeah, second yeah. shot Shoot. Yeah. so a fourth or fifth segment of yeah. now i hope that any of you i hope that one of you do play it and you win it Okay, it's somebody's gonna don't somebody's go gonna dead. win. Somebody's got to win. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I wish you the best. Odds are not good, but played at ten million. The odds are better. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. Psst. Hey, it's Zach. I'm in my apartment recording this audio so Matt can sneak it into the show before Jenny and Heath hear it. I know they always do the sponsor reads, but guys, I had to get in here so I could tell you about Energy Ogre. They've been a longtime supporter of the show, and this summer, Christine and I finally signed up to see if they're really as good as Heath and Jenny say, and guys, Energy Ogre is totally legit. It's crazy. Check this out. You sign up for Energy Ogre for just $10 a month. You send them your most recent power bill, and the team at Energy Ogre will run the numbers to find out how you can save more money on your bill by switching to a different provider. Then, they'll switch you over to that provider for you and you'll immediately start saving money that you would have been spending on whatever company was ripping you off in the first place. Christine and I switched over this summer and I've been kicking myself for not signing up earlier ever since. We saved so much off our power bill that we paid for Energy Ogre service fee and now we got a little extra scratch for date night. If you live in Texas, if you're in a house or an apartment, whatever, go to energyogre.com right now and put in the promo code Second Shot, and you can get your first month totally free. Support Energy Ogre, support Second Shot, and support your savings by switching to Energy Ogre. Today may be one of those, in one of those little modes in my soapbox, and may just keep rolling. Soapbox mode, everybody. So just be That's prepared. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of just on. I'm kind of like what, on a, what happened I today? Know, I kind of got like an. I'm like on the edge at, at the moment for some weird reason. So um, I did kind of yell at you over the school situation right before we came up. You didn't yell at <laughs> me. Yell at you. I was yelling at me, honestly. Yeah. It's my own guilt. Self-awareness, right? I have self-awareness. Trust yeah. me, I have self-awareness. Right. Dang it, our three-and-a-half-year-old can't write her name. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're insanely uh, it's, hard It's apparently, yourself. listen, I called the school and they said, ma'am, most of the, listen, we're not getting into the school anyway, yeah. so let me just say, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, burn them. Most of the three-year-olds <laughs> can write their first name and many of them can also write their last name. And I was like, well... What is their name? Joe Bob? Yeah, like right. how? Come on. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I could do that at three. And I know Matt? Heath couldn't. Yeah. And he turned out awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I ain't worried about it. Heath had a tough one. Three consonants, two vowels. I mean, there's a lot going on in there. Yeah. I mean, that is, I know you don't necessarily you don't want to get sidetracked on that, but that is a good point. Like, everybody starts from a different spot, right? Like, just because you're That's not why I'm not worried quite about there, it. you know. Yeah. And, you know. I don't know. It's a shame that some folks can't see that. Not everybody's name is eight letters long with another like eight in their middle name, right? <laughs> like it's yeah. not so yeah. easy, all right? Yeah. Like it's, it shouldn't shouldn't have to be a. Bar, Thankfully, we know. decided to change her name to Brie on this very show, yeah, that's so right. I feel very yeah, confident yeah, moving forward. Yeah, we've secured her future. That's definitely right. do Brie. <laughs> see you on the first day of class. <laughs> and now we talk about hypocrisy. Yes, uh, this is an interesting story. I'm excited no, no. to talk about it. Uh-huh. A 2019. Ipsos Ipsos survey survey of online users found 86% of people on the internet admit to at least once falling for some form of fake news. 
right? Some, some link that you shared somewhere along the way that wasn't true or something you saw on Facebook that was false. And 14% uh, are lying. Yeah. And the other, <laughs> yeah. The, other, the other 14% are the people writing these articles. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> everybody, I think, has run into this problem where, like, you see something on the internet, somebody shares it, something, something related to you, something that's within your wheelhouse, within your interests. And it, it maybe makes you excited, makes you mad. And you share it or you like it or you comment on it or, or you carry on your day thinking that thing is reality when in, when in reality it's not. It's so easy to do on the internet. And I do it way too often. Far too often do I do I share an article that later I find out is fake, and it makes me so wait, mad. Wait, Zach, that does not seem like you. I really go out of my way to not. I click through. I, I like check, and and, <laughs> and 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 of all people, Matt over there has caught me a couple times on it. And every time he does, I'm just so mad. Like I'm, oh. the, I'm the group chat ombudsman. It's true, but you know what? Somebody's got to be. Yeah, the, the interesting thing about this this story and stuff in this headline, though, is this is under mental health as the topic, mm-hmm. because they're really talking to a psychologist about it. Um, because I think there's people that see others sharing it all the time and going, I don't understand how they do that. Right. Vice versa, um, that you got to understand there's psychology to why we 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 do those things. Um, yeah. Why we fall for one certain thing and 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 understanding, um, you know, trying to understand fake news is what fake news is and 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 all of that. Um, I have to say, probably one of the most important things she said and. You know, they talk to a psychologist, and this yeah. is that um, everybody does, right? Like you said, everybody falls for it. And yeah. I will say the most interesting part to me in this was the part of, in the story was said, um, the danger of always wanting to be right. Yeah. Mm. And, and she said that human beings want to be right, and when they search for information, they do it with the intent of confirming what they already believe. It's called confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. It's always easier to take in information that you already believe, uh, Tompkins said, and it's more difficult and requires a whole lot devil, different level of intellect, emotional maturity to take in information that is not advantageous to you, that's not something you currently believe. When someone feels they need to always be right, it can also shut down productive conversation and healthy debate. And to me, that's the most important part of the story. Yeah. And, yeah. and that I see... Um, you, I, the, 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 the people who I used to really have lots of respect and like and think were intelligent stuff. And when I see posts they make in social media, they're just so bizarre and, and loud and yeah. ill-informed that it's like, yeah. it, it's like I really start losing lots of respect. And look, you're if you're on the right or you're on the left and you're listening to me right now, you probably think I'm on the other side of it and it's like the preacher <laughs> preaching at you. But understand, I'm talking about it all in between. Yeah, we all this do is a hundred percent across the board. The yes. people that want to stay ill-informed. My deal that 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 having to understand is that that always wanting to be right thing. Uh-huh. That yeah. in everything that you do, I have had. I mean, you can ask my wife. There there will be times that. Um, I will, and, and I do, and will argue a point for the sake of arguing a point um, mm-hmm. on a regular basis, and I don't necessarily believe it sometimes. Oh, that's exhausting. But I have to do it. Imagine being married to that. <laughs> but 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 sounds, sounds but I also though come back though. Do I not? He though? does. And I will say, mm-hmm. and I will say, you know, after it all, that, that this is how it is because I, I want to challenge myself. I believe that if I don't have tough conversations and I'm not testing my own belief. Now, look, there are documentaries and things like that that I have set down that I know 100% are something completely opposite of my views. Mm-hmm. And, look, there are some of them I've had to turn off midway through because I couldn't finish it. Um, and, then, and then there's some of them I have, but 
at the end, then I'm sitting there going cussing at the screen the whole time saying y'all are crazy. Yeah. However, I've always walked away with some more enlightening understanding on the other. And mm-hmm. I think if sometimes we realize that, that, you know, we inherently all want to be right, but we better be careful that we don't want to be so right that we don't think. There's, I'm telling you, the intellectual person that completely believes opposite of you, mm-hmm. they 100% there's truth in theirs somewhere. Yeah. And there's with yours. So you got to understand that common middle ground is there, and so you can't be right all the time. Well, the interesting thing about that is that the people who listen are the people who gain the perspective and who have the actual um, you know, information intellect because we gain no more. Me speaking right now, I'm not going to gain any intellect. I'm not going to gain any wisdom or knowledge by me speaking right now. But me sitting here and potentially soaking in what you three say or what somebody else writes in about will always enhance my life experience and my ultimate knowledge. So what happens sometimes is we spend so much time crafting our responses on the Internet. We spend so much time thinking about how we're going to convince the world of our perspective. And in doing so, we actually deprive ourselves of the ability to learn something. (laughs) But see, that's why I disagree with you. I think that the people these days aren't spending enough damn time learning. They just click no. share on something they don't even read. True, but what I'm saying is the time, like for example, if, if you if you have a goal in in life to be an enlightened person, educated to to have the right opinion, to ha- you know to, to to seek the utmost knowledge, yeah. you spending time telling other people what you think is time that you're not spending enhancing your own knowledge because you already have what you have. So if you're spending a lot of time on the keyboard pumping out your view, your view, your view, (laughs) that's every minute that you're pumping that out is a minute that you're not hearing somebody else's perspective. And that somebody else could be, again, it could be confirmation bias. It could be enhancing what what you already believe and confirming those. Or it could be like, okay, that's something I hadn't thought about. E, yeah, you have a different life experience than I do. Okay, maybe there's something there or maybe there's something not. So I, I guess I would just sort of like dovetail off of mm-hmm. what he's saying is that like as we're – if I mean hopefully we ha- have a goal of becoming more enlightened, informed, educated, I don't, growing. I, I don't think most people do. I think I'm that's just what- – Think, thinking the best of hope, our yeah. audience. Hope, we we have a pretty yeah, killer yeah. audience. That's an ideal. Hopefully we're doing that. And yeah. so, like, pause to think. If you're getting out there on the internet thinking, my rant is going to change a mind, unfortunately, the rant <laughs> is no. probably not going to change a mind. It's only no. going to find the ears and the eyes of the people that already agree with you, and it's going to be how it is. You're not going to do a change anything. Why do it? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I get that. Why post when you can keep scrolling? 100%. <laughs> it's true. Why put more? Exactly. That's a quote, quote well, of the day. Yeah, it's well, true. But I'll, yeah. I'll challenge you, too, that it's like it, it, before you buy into anything, but here's something I'm going to challenge everybody with. Okay. And it's, not, it. and it's not easy. As somebody that is a very hard-headed and stubborn person, as my wife can 100% vouch for. Bingo. <laughs> Confirm. Confirmation, confirmation yeah, bias. Right. Got yeah. it. <laughs> Let me explain to you something. Before you buy into any theory, or let's say, before you even buy into what "quote unquote" fact is, based on what your definitions are, okay. Yep. Before you buy into any of it, read that. If you read that article that you know is one hundred percent, let's just say, uh, pro-Trump. Read the other article that is 100% anti-Trump on that exact deal. Read both of them. Make yourself read them wholeheartedly open-minded and go, is there any truth in the side that I don't agree with at all? And make yourself find 
something in that other article that says, okay, as much as I hate to admit it, I think there's, there's probably something there. Yeah. I believe if you start doing this with your beliefs and everything, not just political, I'm talking about co-working and in work um, environments, somebody brings up um, um, some kind of y'all working on a project together, okay? Sure. Make yourself, before you want to run wholeheartedly with what you believe and how you believe it's the right project to follow, listen to the people who disagree with you wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. and challenge yourself to find truth in what they're telling you, and it will help you bring you more to a middle ground that's probably more truth and stop you from going down that road of I always have to be right and get stuck in that psychology train. Yeah, I I, I think – Going back to what you were saying, Heath, I think most people don't even do the first part of that, which is read the article that they're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they're sharing. Because I've seen so many times where somebody posts something and, and a headline is written a certain way, but what's actually within the article is not exactly what the headline says. And um, I, I think anybody who's paid some attention to the way that uh, print media works, like a, a lot of times that, that's the way it goes. You know, the headline is written in a certain way to get, capture your attention, but really the meat of the article might say something a little bit more nuanced. I remember there was a social media site, I think it's probably dead by now, but it it had a, it required you to read the article. Like you had to, I don't know if you had to take a test or just had to. Oh, yeah, it didn't last very long. I heard about it. It lasted no Um, time. But it was an interesting idea, you know, to to say, all right, are you you really understanding what's what's going on here? So um, I would even just challenge people just to do that much and to see if, if this says really what I think it says. And do I really actually believe everything that this says, you know, or, or, um, I don't know. I mean, to, to what Zach said, uh, there might even be value in posting less and just trying to talk to people more because I don't know that I've ever really read anything that somebody's posted that's made me feel one way or another other than I think this is wrong and probably gotten a lot more value out of person-to-person uh, interaction than something I've read online. I, I, I think if you're just saying, you, you've got to challenge yourself with different beliefs. Yeah. And, yeah. and whether and I'm not telling you, and here's what I want to make it very clear. I'm not saying you have to change your mind. No. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you to go against all who you are. But just make yourself watch or read the other aisle, whether no matter what side you're on, to see if you can find some truths there. That's it. It will help you. It will enlighten you in a really big way. And you may just come back around to your wife a day or 24 days later and say, honey, you might have been right You're a little right. bit. And, and that, <laughs> he he does. Say that. You guys, Heath is very good at that. He is very stubborn, but he's very good about, I mean, and, and obviously he's not always wrong. A lot, often it's me too. I mean, it's just, it, that's part of how it is. You sure. know, when there's no I'm even, just more vocal but, about challenging stuff. That's why I do it so often. Right. <laughs> he does. Why do you challenge me? Yeah. It's not but, just, but it's not you it's, I challenge. I'm, I, I, I'm just challenging all kinds of stuff challenges the world but you do come back around when ultimately it is revealed yes i'll admit my wrong because i will actually want to see it and and get for it that's what some people do and it's not easy and it makes me angry at times even think about it but (laughs) we'll be back in a minute on the third segment of second shot you guys have been listening to second shot and hearing us talk about it you need to go pick up my book ignorance on fire a journey of failing your way to success you can get it on amazon in a paper book you can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share it with your people, and I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Go pick it up today. 
I'm gonna start the third segment off like I always do. Shaming you, shaming you, shaming you. Yep. Why do they keep coming it, back? Love it, like it, rate it. It's true. The yeah. reviews, you guys. I need to start. I'm gonna start shaming right in the middle of my sit downs. Okay. I guess I'm just gonna have a guest. Stop down. I always don't because it's like embarrassing to yeah, do it in front of a guest. Like we're getting these kind of high profile guests for me to be like, write us a yeah. review. <laughs> Excuse me, Anne, can you please stop for a moment? I need to tell people to write us a review. Yeah. Yes, you guys have got to listen to the Ann Chow episode. She's the CEO of AT&T Business, and she talked about... I've, the thing that I think was like the biggest takeaway for me about her that... I mean, that's a big gift. It's the a yeah. CEO of AT&T <laughs> know, Right? Just yeah. little old us on second shot. Um, little old, hold little on. Little old us. Yeah. I think that... The thing that was that it just sometimes you think, oh, I, I wonder how this person came to be to this position. And when I found out that she was denied a regular sales position at AT and T five times, that's amazing. It just showed her resilience, right? Because Bet you, I know who got fired right away when she was CEO. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, really? Oh. Um, so, so that that takes just so much inner strength to me, because I mean, most people when we get knocked down, like we may never get back up again from the one rejection. We may say, "I'm out of here." She was already working at AT and T, but in a different sector, and she wanted to work um, in the sales side and work her way up through the business side. And obviously, she did, um, ultimately becoming CEO over over a thirty year term but she not only was she told like you know no on the job she was told like absolutely not and probably don't try again (laughs) and um i just think those are fighting words well see that's the thing so for her so so the so so the mindset shift if you're somebody who gets your feelings hurt to put it simply um is to say you know what i'm going to show you and she really did in the most graceful um, and, and beautiful way, and now and now she's everybody's boss. Right. So if you haven't heard that episode, that's a couple episodes back. Um, Ann Chow was a delight. And now you had a story, right, babe? So I have a, just this massively uplifting story that is such a refreshing day oh. in today's Do day and time. It happened yeah. this week at my office on, on Tuesday, and we had our, our launch day. We typically have a big event at the very beginning of the year for the whole, so usually several hundred of the agents and everything there and we have a massive event you know big kickoff for the year yeah. obviously this year we had to do virtual launch day kind of it's a virtual thing everything's yeah. virtual so just me and my immediate core team members were all at the office to do the virtual with all the teams across territory so you know wasn't as cool as being all together with big loud stuff but that afternoon we're sitting there this young man walks in the front door. Now, and I'm in um, Las Colinas in Williams Square, which is three big tower building, uh, you know, on the 18th floor. So it's not like you just walk, you know, park in the front and, and just walk right to my door, right? Like you, you got to. Like we literally never go visit you because yeah. it takes so long to get yeah. there. So <laughs> this young man walks in the door, a uh, young Hispanic guy, 22. Uh, I know now he's 22, but he, he looked young, right? So he's 22 and he looked young. He had a tie on with a shirt. Walks up to the front desk. I watch him walk up to the assistant with his resume. Say, hey, um, not sure if y'all are hiring or not, but I wanted to come drop my resume off. You know, I'm looking for a job. I just figured it would be better if I can put a, you can put a face with the name, da 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 So, of course, I hear, and I'll come out. And, yeah. Uh, Robert, Albert was there, too. So, lo- so we go pull Heath's this like, kid mini in. me. Yeah. We, we go pull this kid in and start talking to him. And I so, and, I'm, and I, honestly, at this point, I'm really thinking, I mean, because this kid looks... He looks. I mean, he's just. He's got a look. He's got the talk. I mean, it's like he checks all the boxes. Perfect. Yeah, it's like. And I'm like, did you tell him what your role was, or did you just go, hey, come here and chat with me? No, he didn't know who yet. Okay. Uh, uh, 
Because Heath also looks 21, so it's yeah. just like a whole thing. So, so uh, it's two children speaking to one another. At this point, I'm thinking <laughs> this could be a, a prank. I'm think I'm, I'm a little leery. I'm like, this really? Is, there's something because he was like, that like together. I mean, it just, wow. Yeah, it just was like, oh, like a guy walking in begging to want to come do sales and like really wanting. It's just this everything about it. Never just happens. like this is just weird. Yeah. yeah. And but get to talk to him, and I'm like, this is either the biggest prank or I found the biggest rock star. And he goes, I live right across there in those apartments, and I was sitting there today because I don't have a job. And I was looking out the window, and I saw that building, and I said, that's a really big building. There's got to be a lot of people making money in there. So I have got up, put my shirt and tie on, said, I'm going to go hand out resumes. It's better than sitting here. And he goes, I've walked up. you know, I've, I've been up through every floor so far, um, and no other places were open. Nobody had in there. Y'all were the first one. I'm like, well, you're not going to another one. You're going to stay right here. Um, and just talking to him, and this kid was like, he was just graduated UNT, was an intern sales at a rental supply company. They stopped that whole um, program, and so he's found himself without a job. And, you know, he's um, looking and wanting to find the right spot, doing all that. And he was so just, I mean, anything and everything you would want in hiring somebody, this kid had it, huh. wanted it, and... Um, and, and everything, and, and it just was sitting there, and I was amazed. And he said, you know, he goes, I mean, by the end of that day, he we, we already had him scheduled taking his test and everything to get started. Wow. I mean, the whole nine yards. I was yeah. like, you're not leaving here. Don't go to another floor. This is, um, like, making me emotional. This is like, this is where you're going to be at. And, um, you know, he was such a refreshing thing to understand today. Like, not only to come do it and walk in that building do it, this is ballsy, but then the little pandemic to do it is also another level of of, of non, like, I don't give a rip attitude, right? Like, sure. he, he just said, look, hey, I'm sitting here. You know, it's kind of like what you were talking about earlier, Matt, doing those first little things to get yeah. a job. Yeah, yeah. He's like, here I am, middle of a week, just sitting here at my apartment looking at a big building. That he goes, somebody there's got to be making money. I could either keep sitting here or put a shirt and tie on and go hand out resumes. What is my what increases my odds of getting a job? It's a this is like making me so emotional because first of all, because I, I don't even know if I can explain it, but when people work with you, I mean, some of these people, you guys, their lives are like truly changed, like forever for their whole family, and it's it's not you can't find that in all jobs. Yeah, and, yeah. and like what Heath does, the people who really work at it and apply themselves and, you know, behave like this young man did, like he could look up in 10 years and be Heath's boss. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just, it's, you you just, it's, it's a really special place where you work. It's a special opportunity. I had never really like heard of anything like it, even though I've interviewed bazillions of people my whole, yeah. whole life, you know, where, where it's truly a type of work where if you work hard and follow their systems, it can change your life. Um, also just thinking about, um, Having been in the position where he is, you know, when yeah, you don't have a job there, yeah. and, and how hard it is to get yourself up. And so many people are in that position right now. Mm-hmm. And um, it is like facing re- – it's like you've already been rejected because you don't have a job. And then to like face it over and over again, even if you have a huge support system, even if you, you, you know, have a lot of great people, it's so hard to keep putting yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally inspired by this young man. I hope he sticks it out with you guys. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, if the kid works... I hope it's not a prank. If he works... <laughs> I've been punked too. If, well, well, here's the thing. He, has, he will have a special eye on watch from me 
forever. I have a set. If that kid works seventy percent as hard as I think he can work, mm. I guarantee I'm gonna make dang sure he is running the entire thing in no time. Like he is wow. that. This is just. It, it just goes show. It's like you can sit in your apartment, you can feel sorry for yourself or do all that, or you can get the hell up and say somebody's making it somewhere. And maybe the odds aren't great. The odds of him walking in there and see and having me there at that time yeah. with that group and everything, this, the odds were not great. Oh, one in a million. But guess what? I mean, you guys are when like... When people say, are you lucky or were you just... or do, Are you smarter? And was luck involved or do you think you just worked harder than everybody else? It's both. Yeah. You ain't going to get the luck to walk in that door that day at that time me sitting there, right? Yeah. If you don't get up and go do that. They work hand in hand. I love that method of job searching, too, just to look at a place and be like, well, I don't know where to start, but that looks like a nice place. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. And I want to go work there every day. Like, he's very high that. up on yeah. the floors. Like, yeah. this guy tried There's a lot of floors. floors. Well, yeah. I was trying to not give away your exact location. <laughs> yeah. but. We, did, we did say an accurate whatever. It was the 18th, 18th of 26 floors in the building. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's something else. That's cool. Wow. What a story. Oh, I yeah, love so that story. I, I wanted to share that with you guys. I know we're already over time, but I wanted to share y'all with it because if you're, if you're sitting out there right now, you've been laid off. Maybe you don't have a job. Maybe you don't have any. I, I wanted you to, to, to hear maybe some inspiration that, that can encourage you to say, go make a move. Make mm-hmm. a first step. Make a first move. It does not have to be the data science technical. You see a big building. Somebody's making money. I'm going to go walk in with a resume and hand it out. You know, but he had no clue. Yeah. But guess what? His odds are long, and they won for him. And they can for you. Your odds may be long, but they can win for you. But you got to go make the first step. If you can't take step two until you take step one, my old friend Zig Ziglar used to say. <laughs> um, yes, Zig, yes. Yeah. You can do that. Make it happen, and it can be fun. Where can they find you guys at? So please join us in the Second Shot Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Second Shot, and on the Instagram page where we are spitting out motivational quotes and keeping you posted on what's going on in the group, instagram.com slash Second Shot Podcast. Oh, gosh, I totally flopped back. Can you take over real quick? I just (laughs) fell apart. Oh, no. What happened? Meltdown. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, You can find me, Matt Stoker1, on Instagram. I'm also in that Second Shot Facebook group. Uh, You can also look up uh, some of the other shows I do, like True Crime Reporter. We just wrapped season one with two bonus episodes that I didn't even know about until until I got them handed to me. And they (laughs) they ended up being very, very, very special episodes. So um, check that out, True Crime Reporter. Find it on any uh, audio podcast uh, delivery service and uh, let me know what you think at Apple Zackintosh on Twitter and Instagram did you like Wonder Woman 1984 did you watch Soul on Disney Plus if you did come check out my movie podcast Oscar Film Review new episodes every single Tuesday but if you want to help me out go rate and review Second Shot on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're at it's important go do it at Heath Oaks and at Ignorance on Fire Instagram Facebook's where you can catch me at the most I love y'all we'll see you next time bye <laughs>